millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi there, and welcome again to the Explaining History podcast. And I'm going to delve back into looking at the Paris Peace Conference. I, I look at this from time to time. Um, and today we're going to look at um, Italy and the conference, and the point in April 1919 when the Italian delegation refused to pay to participate uh, any further. Um, of course, always with this, we look at Margaret Macmillan's brilliant book, Peacemakers. Um, and overall, it's a, a great kind of standard text on, on the subject. She writes, The most serious dispute at the peace conference had just re- reached an acute stage, and it could not have happened at a worse time. With the German delegates about to arrive in Paris, it was essential that the peacemakers present a united front. Although Italy's demands at the conference covered three areas, Africa, the Middle East, and Europe, it was the ones in the Adriatic, particularly the port of Fiume, that caused the problem. The quarrel was over territory, but it was also over principle, since the Italians wanted what they had been promised under the old diplomacy, while the Americans stood firm on the new. And it was a clash of personalities between Wilson and the Italians, especially Sonino, their foreign minister. It was about whether the peace meant sharing the loot, as the Americans stood contemptuously, or drawing borders based on ethnic lines. So what had Italy been promised? Well, the first thing in 1915, was that Italy had been promised a share of the post-war spoils at the secret Treaty of London. The uh, Italians who had um, debated uh, whether or not to become involved in the war between 1914 and 15 finally decided to take the plunge on the Allied side uh, in, in 1915. The uh, Triple Alliance that Italy was a signatory to before the First World War, obliged Italy to fight on the side of Germany and Austria. However, one of the uh, long-standing territorial uh, designs that Italy had was over the Austrian Alps and the uh, Italian population who lived 
beyond uh, the Italian border in the Tyrol region. The demands of um, Italy's liberal government, which was decidedly illiberal, as its pre-war uh, invasion of uh, Libya uh, shows, uh, and its um, increasingly belligerent and jingoistic nationalism uh, demonstrated, um, was that Italy should be uh, given significant compensation for its involvement in the war. The uh, losses that Italy sustained were immense, and contrary to popular belief, Italy's contribution in 1918 actually was highly significant, uh, and the dismissal of Italians as not being a particularly martial people or being uh, failures uh, on the battlefield wasn't entirely deserved or justified in, in 1918. Woodrow Wilson uh, viewed the Treaty of London as being entirely illegitimate. Wilson told the uh, Italians that because America had only been an associate power of the Allies uh, from 1917 onwards, uh, America was not obliged to uh, stand by any of the agreements entered into before uh, America's involvement in the war. America isn't a full ally of Italy, it's not a full ally of Great Britain, it's an associate power, uh, and so it doesn't endorse any secret treaties previously cooked up. Particularly as so many of these secret treaties flouted the principles that Woodrow Wilson hoped to uphold uh, the principles of national self-determination and open covenants of uh, being uh, transparent about diplomatic affairs in general. Margaret Macmillan writes, uh, Orlando, the Italian Prime Minister, had hoped to avoid confrontation. He failed, however, to recognise that Wilson was not just another politician, and that the world was not the same in 1918 as it had been in 1914. Orlando was a product of the murky world of Italian politics with its deals, arrangements and doling out of patronage. He was a short, square man, much given to gesturing, a Sicilian by birth and a lawyer by training, who had always found that difficulties could be papered over with the right words. He took a straightforward pride in both his country and his family. In Paris he boasted to the table of Americans that he had produced three children in 31 months. Impossible, he said, to do it any faster. Nicholson wrote him off unfairly as a white, weak, flabby man, but Orlando had held his country together when it faced defeat. Orlando wouldn't have been the only figure in uh, 1918 that was unable to comprehend precisely how far um, politically and ideologically the world had changed after four years of total war and how far the, uh, the figures such as um, Wilson were determined to uh, bring about new rules of operating. As I've argued before, Wilson isn't quite the um, unblemished liberal figure um, that conventional histories might suggest. Woodrow Wilson wasn't really uh, looking to create a world that was primarily safe for democracy and the rule of law, though if these things were possible then they would be uh, attractive. 
what Woodrow Wilson was hoping to do was to create a, a world which was um, beneficial towards uh, American trade and uh, strategic uh, power. What Woodrow Wilson was looking for was the uh, end to colonial empires uh, and the end to unfair economic barriers uh, around uh, large parts of the world, India, Africa, parts of Asia, which meant that American trade and manufacturers were uh, kept out by uh, imperial tariff walls. What Wilson hoped for was free navigation of the seas. And he saw uh, self-determination as the way in which to receive, uh, to achieve these. Woodrow Wilson was as uh, opposed to the British Empire and the French Empire uh, as he had been the German Empire, and at one point threatens to make a separate peace with uh, Germany, which frightens the life out of the, the British and the French. And he saw all of these uh, uh, empires as fundamentally illegitimate, and um, what he thought he would do, using the 14 points and um, the Paris Peace Conference, was to create a kind of a more level playing field, which of course America, as the dominant world economic power, would uh, manage to uh, bend to its, its own advantage. So he had little time for these kinds of um, backdoor deals, which were really simply going to uh, inhibit uh, American uh, America's ability to uh, chart uh, a rather more prosperous economic destiny for itself. The war had placed immense burdens on uh, Italy. Italy had gone into war, the, the war as a, a socially divided country, um, the, the north being a traditionally industrial heartland centred around Piedmont, and the south being largely agrarian and deindustrialized. Um, the economy had grown very slowly following uh, unification, um, and there had been various national humiliations, such as the defeat of Italy by Ethiopia at the Battle of Adawa in 1896. The uh, papacy had instructed the faithful in Italy, the uh, majority of the population, not to recognise the new republic, uh, and so the um, socially conservative uh, yet socially divided society with this um, ingrained uh, socially religious problem um, was hardly the the kind of the promise or that had been made to uh, Italy's revolutionaries who wait, who had um, hoped to see uh, a new and egalitarian republic emerge uh, as a result of the struggles from the 1840s through to the 1860s. So you had also within uh, Italy a strain of uh, radicalism, of left radicalism, um, that uh, manifests itself in explosions of protest and violence in the, the two years after the, the First World War. Italy was the poorest of the great powers and owed something in the order of £700 million pounds, uh, after the First World War. Um, and it had an inflation rate higher than anywhere else other than, other than Russia. Um, Italian soldiers who'd been poorly led and equipped 
had suffered immense losses at the Battle of Caporetto in 1917, um, and by 1918, half a million ha- had died, and many others wounded for a negligible amount of territory. So you can imagine the sense of national grievance, of simmering resentment, um, particularly when the high-handed French and the British uh, dismiss uh, Italy's demands out of hand at the Paris Peace Conference. Uh, Margaret Macmillan writes, Liberals and moderate socialists withdrew their support from the government, appalled at what they saw as its profound cynicism, uh, and Orlando increasingly had to rely on the nationalist right. So there had been a shift towards the right in um, Italian politics during the war. Orlando badly needed the triumph, or the appearance of one, in Paris. If Sonino and his conservative friends insisted on the letter of the Treaty of London, then they should have it. If some nationalists wanted even more territory than Italy had been promised on the eastern side of the Adriatic, Fiume, for example, then that was possible as well. Orlando might even win over liberals by talking of Wilsonian principles of self-determination in particular for all those Italians scattered outside Italy. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Uh, but not for the Germans and Slavs who were going to come under Italian rule. It was Orlando who came up with the formula that excited the nationalists and so infuriated Italy's allies. The Treaty of London plus Fiume. He was as much surprised as anyone when Fiume became a matter of life and death to Italian nationalists and a sticking point for Wilson. Fiume on the uh, Dalmatian coast, which is on the Croatian side of the Adriatic, suddenly became a city that was pivotal to all of Italian nationalism's hopes and dreams. And it would be around Fiume that the Italian fascist Gabriel D'Annunzio would first um, spring to international prominence. Orlando's foreign minister, Sonino, um, was interested in what the Treaty of London offered, which was uh, chunks of the Middle East and North Africa and uh, territory in uh, the Alps. However, 
Sonino was less interested in fuming. He was apprehensive, uh, said Lloyd George, lest Italy should sacrifice bigger things in the frenzy for this, frenzy for this trivial claim. Uh, Sonino um, was going to be the person who would take most of the blame for the disaster that unfolds for Italy in Paris. Um, Orlando would get off lightly, um, perhaps because he didn't actually really speak English very well. Uh, the Americans and British had very little idea what Orlando was saying. Lloyd George said uh, of Orlando, he had an attractive and amiable personality, which made him an extremely pleasant man to do business with. Um, but there was no fundamental difference in outlook or principle between him and President Wilson, which seems to be a kind of quite a, a huge misunderstanding on Lloyd George's part. Sonino had been a, a liberal um, of the kind of the early generation, the uh, unification generation, who gradually moved towards the nationalist right as he grew older. He was in his 70s when the Paris Peace Conference uh, began. Um, he'd been Prime Minister twice in the, the various kind of uh, fractious and chaotic uh, Italian governments uh, in the run-up to 1914, and in 1914 he himself became Foreign Minister. Um, when war broke out, um, Italy, allied to its enemy, Austria-Hungary and Germany, um, broke these ties. Um, Sonino was one of the figures who um, were inclined to keeping the deal with the central powers and saw that as really the uh, most likely course for, for Italy's future well-being. Sonino had been at the Treaty of London. Um, the Treaty of London offered a, a whole range of goodies to, uh, to Italy. Um, islands uh, and a stretch of Dalmatia along uh, the Austria-Hungary's Adriatic coastline, where Fiume indeed would have been. Um, the uh, the uh, port of Vlora in uh, Albania. A protectorate over Albania, the Dodecanese Islands of the coast of Asia Minor, and a share of the Ottoman Empire, which for that the um, Italians assumed would involve a chunk of North Africa and perhaps even some attractive bits of Asia Minor, sort of some bits of, of Turkey uh, itself. Italy would also have the same rights as Britain and France in the Arabian Peninsula and the Red Sea. Uh, so these are some extraordinary giveaways and probably. Uh, something that was offered in the heat of desperation and the uh, British and the French, as good imperialists do, are always happy to hand other people's territory away when it costs them nothing. It's only uh, when the realities of victory actually emerge and the possibilities of victory actually emerge do the the rules start to kind of change and the British and French become, to more, become more circumspect about the nature of the post-war world and what it might cost them and what opportunities they might have to forego for this kind of generosity to Italy which they believe hasn't really been reciprocated through uh, effort and action throughout the war. At the end of the war, the Italian armies very quickly moved to occupy most of the territory that they had been promised, um, which Lloyd George referred to as the huckstering spirit. And the uh, Pichon, the French foreign minister, said to the British ambassador that Italian troops were likely to provoke the uh, Slav population along the, the, um, the Dalmatian coastline. 
He said they would relish bloodshed as it would enable them to keep hold of territory which would certainly not be given to them by any treaty of peace. Most Italians viewed the Croats as the agents of the hated Austro-Hungarians um, and saw them uh, as fundamentally untrustworthy and a people uh, ripe for kind of colonisation or for forced ejection from those territories. When the Italians moved to occupy Croatia and Slovenia at the end of the war, um, they acted in a high-handed and chauvinistic manner, not so much liberators from the tyranny of the Austro-Hungarians, but as uh, conquerors. Um, in, all, in the eyes of the Italians, uh, General Bardolio, um, who would later emerge uh, under uh, Mussolini, um, the Serbs themselves were fundamentally uh, untrustworthy, uh, and it was the Serbs in, who had, uh, along with the Croats and the Slovenes, ambitions in creating a greater Slav nation, a South Slav nation, or Yugoslavia, who the Italians viewed as the, the main threat. Though Bagdolia did actually uh, acknowledge that he thought the Serbs were quite simple people, and the wily Croats and Slovenes would be the ones who would wind up dominating them in the new Slav state that would uh, emerge. The Italians were not happy about the idea of a powerful new Slavic nation uh, emerging on its borders. They were outraged when the, uh, a chunk of the Austro-Hungarian navy in the Adriatic was handed over to the new Yugoslav nation, so much so that a, a torpedo boat went and sank the flagship while it sat in harbour, killing the crew... And by late 1918, it was clear that the government were orchestrating displays of national unity on the streets of Italy. Uh, in Rome, Genoa and Naples, uh, crowds came out to cheer uh, for what were referred to as pro-Dalmatian days um, to uh, demand that action be taken to seize the Dalmatian coastline or the, the Irredentalands uh, as they were known. The Americans promised the Italians that the Adriatic would not become uh, a sea dominated by Yugoslavia and it wouldn't become a sea where the its Yugoslav navy uh, posed a threat to Italy. How is this possible? Well, the new League of Nations would make this possible. Uh, something that the French had already dismissed as, as a, a joke uh, the Americans now suggested, or Wilson's delegation now suggested to the Italians, that they had nothing to fear. Um, Orlando argued that this was foolish, that it was much, much easier to, uh, for the Italian army to dominate the Balkans and provide um, Italian security instead of waiting for some fictitious imaginary force to come and solve uh, Italy's problems. The Italians spent a lot of time trying to uh, debate with the, uh, the the British and the Americans uh, to bring them round to their their point of view. Um, in December 1918, Orlando, for example, tells the British and the French that the Yugoslavs were um, persecuting the Italians. Um, this is a kind of a, a classic sort of victim narrative that is uh, tried time and, and time again, um, and that attacks were being taken on uh, Italian citizens. Uh, in the um, Dalmatian coastline. He um, was demanded that the British and the French 
uh, didn't recognise the new Yugoslav state. Reluctantly, the British and French initially agree, but later on, obviously, uh, they uh, give it their, their full backing. Um, Robert Cecil, a British diplomat, said, The fact is that the greediness of the Italian foreign, foreign policy in all directions is leading Italy into serious difficulties. The Yugoslavs have claimed far more than is just their due, but Sonino's stubbornness and the extravagant nature of Italy's claims have had, as a result... Um, that it is now literally true that Italy has not a friend in Europe except ourselves and she's doing the best to make her isolation complete. The Italians looked to uh, Wilson to adjudicate, not realising what Wilson uh, thought of them. He saw Italy's war motives as being entirely mercenary and calculating and one of his first actions uh, on arriving in Paris in 1918 was to send for a copy of the Treaty of London. When Wilson met Sonino and Orlando for the first time, um, just before Christmas, uh, and he had a long discussion on Italy's claims in the Adriatic, um, both Italians thought that the meeting had gone well. Uh, but when the British ambassador, who spoke to Wilson the following day, um, finished the conversation, he had a different view. Wilson, uh, the ambassador said, is very anti-Italian. He was sick to death of Orlando and Sonino and all their ways, and he particularly did not want to have any conversation with them. So, the Italians unwittingly uh, were walking into a great disappointment, one which was going to uh, draw a line under the sacrifices of the war, and uh, one which would uh, exacerbate the problems in Italy immensely and pave the way later for uh, Italian fascism to emerge. But we're going to return to that topic uh, sometime tomorrow. Anyway, thanks for listening and I'll catch you on the next podcast. And do remember to visit our Patreon page if you can um, and uh, we rely on Patreon uh, patrons uh, and a little trickle of ad revenue that we get in order to keep the podcast going for all you guys. Thanks very much. All the best. Bye-bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.